hard work every day. Not an easy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. So we are going to kick off this season two of the Not For Lazy Moms podcast, talking about some good stuff. I know y'all missed us. It's been a long time. But guess what? This season, we're going to give you even more episodes. We're going from 12 to 16. And today, we are going to talk about the selfish parent. Ooh, (laughs) such a good topic. I am here with the amazing mother of now, too, Miss Allie. So excited to be back. Oh, my God. I mean, this is just an excuse to get out of the house. Yes. Away from the kids. Right. Right. <laughs> Here, selfish point number one. Yes. Thank <laughs> Let's you. Let's find some work so we can get away from the kids. Yeah. <laughs> also, we have my amazing husband back in the booth, Chris Samuels. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up, boo? I'm fired I up. I barely see you. I got to go. turn my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm so excited about this topic because we all have had our moments where we're selfish. So what are some of the things that you do that ultimately benefit you more than your child? Sometimes as a parent, don't you just want to have a selfish moment? So we're going to discuss some of our selfish moments. But before we get into what we do, I want to know if y'all remember any of the selfish things that your own parents did (laughs) when you were younger. (laughs) And if we could talk about that, because I remember one moment in particular that happened Often, my dad, (laughs) and I know he listens to the podcast, so he's going to have a good laugh at this. My dad used to get his favorite sub from White House Subs in Atlantic City. Anybody that has ever been in the Atlantic City area knows about White House Subs. But he would buy one, bring it home, and eat it in front of us. Stop! (laughs) And would not share. No way. That's cruel. Oh, man. Yes. No. I was like, as a child, I was probably like four or five, and we would just be looking like, dang. That looks so good. So good. And to this day, I don't like subs, and that's probably why. <laughs> I have some resentment towards yes, subs. Traumatic experience from them. No, it's crazy because, you know, with my dad, he was selfish uh, when it came to eating. My mom would work six days a week, and uh, on Sunday, it was the only day she wanted off. She would get up at like five in the morning, cook this big spread. Say, for instance, she cooked fried chicken. She might cook 15 pieces of fried chicken. I have three older brothers, so, you know, it's six people in the house. Four boys, my mom and my dad. When we got home from church, he wouldn't go. So we would all go. <laughs> Everybody had one piece of chicken. He would just eat he all of it. He would eat the rest. So you do the math. He stuffed oh my himself. God. Yes. Wow. And, and we, I'm just like, we're the kids. Like, you're supposed to be, feed the kids first. You're going to bed hungry. Right. He would go in and eat everything. So that was very selfish. And you know Chris from Alabama. So you know those meals were more like Thanksgiving dinners every right. Sunday. So that's a lot of food. So, so that's one thing with me. Even if I'm starving at home sometimes and I'm like about to pass out because I need to eat, I make sure my kids eat first. Oh, that's yeah, nice. I make sure they eat first. And I still love my dad, even though he ate all the chicken. Right. But- <laughs> that makes sense now, because yeah. I always tell Chris, like, me and my family, we eat food because we want to, like, really taste and savor it. Like, we'll take our time and we really enjoy it. Chris just inhales it. I'm like, well, what did it taste like? I don't know. I'm just doing what it needs to do so I can get full. <laughs> you, you, you had to eat to, to survive. Like, the first one, you know, that got in the kitchen, that's what you ate, and the rest of them had to fend for themselves. So I still have that mentality a little bit, That's but not when it comes to my kids. <laughs> what about you, Allie? You know, this one, and I actually kind of now being a parent, I'm like, you know what? I get it. Sometimes you just do what you got to do. We used to sit at the hair salon a lot so my mom could get her hair done. And it would be so boring, and we'd just be sitting there for hours, but she's, like, getting pampered up. And I'm like, you know, I was so mad at her at the time. But now looking back, I'm like, you know what? You needed that moment. You right, needed right. that. I bet you wish you had uh, iPads back 
back then. I know. <laughs> Y'all yeah. would have been fine. Seriously. See, exactly. We used to have a Game Boy. Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember oh Game Boy. And I would play Tetris, Game Boy? Oh. Tetris all day long. Yeah. So I was good if we went out. But yeah, now they've taken it to another level with the whole screen time and trying to monitor that. But I will admit, there are times when... I just want to be left alone so me and my husband can watch Game of Thrones if we missed it and we want to catch up and the kids are home. It's like, okay, go ahead in the kitchen and stay on your iPad and just be quiet. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, eh, I know I shouldn't, but I need this moment right now. You so got to do what go you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, can Christopher tell time? Is he at the age where like he knows what time it is? Yes. 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 Oh, okay, yes. obviously. Well, so Sam can't. So I'll just be like, nope, it's bedtime. He's like, but the sun is, it's <laughs> still light Chris, outside. Christopher will say that too. <laughs> still <laughs> light out. Nope, it's bedtime. Buddy. Oh, man. That time change messed us up because <gasps> Christopher was on it. Like, wait, I can still see light. Yeah, I, it's not dark yet, and I'm like explaining to him like it's daylight saving, so it's gonna be a little light. Just close the blinds and be quiet, please. <laughs> no, can't the moon come out just for us parents, please? Oh my god, I remember um, just recently. This was definitely a selfish move because my son's in kindergarten now, and he's supposed to be at school. And you know, he's great at math, but he needs more work when it comes to his reading and writing. So I'm like, you gotta go to school. You need to be there. But we had a long weekend. I was doing press in New York. I was extremely tired. And Chris had the kids while I was in New York, so he was extremely tired. Monday came, and we were like, you know what? They can stay home from school today because we don't feel like getting up. And getting them dressed. dressed. Right? <laughs> yeah, pajama days are the best. Uh, so we just sat out on our back porch, and yes. um, we looked at uh, the birds in the bird feeder. We had some champagne. <sighs> The we, kids had their version of baby champagne. We gave them lemonade with a splash of grenadine, and they were just like in heaven because we put grenadine in ours, and they were oh, like, yeah. well, what's that? Is that grown-up juice too? And we were like, actually, this is just a little sweetener. We'll go ahead and give you a little lemonade with some. And they just thought it was the best thing. We had a great family day. Oh, it was nice. so nice. It was. So what else? What else? I want to hear some more stories. Oh, <laughs> man. Because I got a few. <laughs> go ahead, Allie. <laughs> About what we do, how we're selfish. Oh, oh gosh. Yes. I, all right. So this one is really bad, and I feel like I'm outing Matt on this one. Uh-oh. Um, so, you know, he's a huge um, Penn State, you know, college football fan. We go to every home game. We drive there. Um and when we, you know, it was just Sam last football season. And he was like at this point where he should be starting to be potty trained. And I could tell he was ready because he was asking about underwear. You know, he would tell us when he had to go to the bathroom. And Matt, no joke, said to us, he was like, can't we just get past football season? Because I don't I don't want to have to stop our three hour drive so he can go in the potty. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> that is hilarious. That reminds me of a lady. I was in the bathroom. Milani was a year old. So she, and it was evident that she was young. She was really tiny. And I took her to the bathroom because she had to go potty. Mm -hmm. You know, I start my kids really early. So by the time she was one, she was wearing a little underwear and she was actually using a potty. We're in a public restroom. A lady comes up to me. And she said, she's potty trained already. And I was like, yes. Yeah. She said, how old is she? I said, she's a little over a year old. What? Oh, my goodness. I'm glad my kids aren't potty trained yet. That's too much having to depend on using a public restroom. I would much rather them stay in a diaper. That is crazy. I could not much the shock on my face. I could not believe that she said that out loud. And then it made me think. I was like, wow, that's actually a point there. But it's all contained. That's how is. Matt felt. It is. But at the same time, I'm like, well, dang, I get that it's an extra hassle for me. And it's more convenient for me to have her in a diaper. But 
I don't want to stunt whatever growth she's already trying to aspire to. If she's using a potty already at one, I don't want to just go ahead and do it on yourself. You know? Totally. But I was like, wow, I didn't realize that people thought that way. Oh, I think yeah. in America, <laughs> most people do. In America. It's just, it's wow. it's easier. But how I will say that, like, I ignored Matt and I ended up potty training Sam. And the same thing happened with the crib. You know, Matt was like, this is easy. He's contained in here. Let's leave him in the crib. And I'm like, he's asking about a bed. Right. So without, you know, Matt came home one day and there was a bed there. I'm like, I feel like I just need to rip the Band-Aid off for him and realize these things. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my god. But I will say, like, there is definitely stuff I do, too. Like, you know, Sam will ask for a bite of my food. And even though my dad would always give me his last bite of food. I mean, and that must have been hard to give your last bite of something to your child. It's yes. tough. It's tough, right? I do it. I can't do it. So oh I just my goodness. I tell him the food is spicy and it gets I, it every I have time. Done that. I have done that before too. <laughs> my daughter, she's always like, is it spicy? I'm like, yeah, yeah. baby, it's spicy. Knowing darn well it's sweet. Yeah, this chocolate oh donut gosh. is spicy. Yes, right? Oh my God. No, it's crazy because they always want what's on your plate. I have yes. yet to figure out how to keep my kids out of my plate. So maybe I'll try the spicy, but that won't work on Christopher because he likes spicy food. Oh, man. But Milani, <laughs> it'll work on her. Mommy, is it spicy? She does. She does ask that all the time. So how about when you're like setting up play dates for your kids and you know your kids don't really get along with your friend's kids, but you just really want that moment to like, all right, we need to have a little cocktail, let the kids play and yes. fight and do whatever they do. <laughs> and the kids are basically taking the beating so that you can enjoy a little peace with your friend and catch up on whatever latest gossip or talk and kiki and do all of that stuff. Have you ever done that? Oh, <laughs> hands down, absolutely. I confess, yes. Yeah, that's that's definitely one for the books because I feel bad at the end of the day if my son is like, well, mommy, you know, I really don't like so-and-so. They don't play nice and they're always taking my toys and I'm just like, okay, just just go ahead and play. Yeah, or he when has they... bruises and scratches. He's like, please don't let me play with him. <laughs> or when they're like, mommy, Mommy, can we leave? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, five more minutes. No, mommy, I'm ready to go. I mean, Christopher's done that to me before when we were living in Alabama. I would hang out with all of the ladies and we had all our kids playing. And he would just be like, I'm ready to go. Like he was the man of the house. Like he's running the show. Yes. 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 And I feel bad. Like, okay, all right, let me go ahead and pack up. I guess it's time to go. Or, or those times where it's like nap time but they don't take naps anymore but you need a nap really bad yes i i've done it i'd be like look you're gonna lay down with me and force <laughs> them on. grab their head yes. don't worry about their neck just force them down <laughs> on Cover your their chest eyes. Yeah. i've done that <laughs> i admit it lay down <laughs> next thing you know they're knocked out for three hours and you wake up after that good sleep when you wake up you don't know where you are uh, and it's like wait what just happened i don't know what that's like <laughs> i don't honestly i feel like sam's at the point where he he shouldn't be napping. Mm. I mean, it, it takes forever to get him down for a nap. Mm. But it's like, I need those two hours to yes. just be by myself. And then you know it's going to throw off the bedtime routine. Oh, to oh it does. But sometimes you just need that nap so bad. It's like, screw the bedtime routine. We're going to take a nap right now because yeah. I really need this right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I had one of my friends actually uh, text me. And she said, I asked her, I was telling her we were preparing for the selfish parent. And I said, give me some of the things that you do that's pretty selfish for you. But it doesn't really benefit the kid much, but it benefits you more. And she said, oh, I sign my kids up for sports just so they can stay an extra hour at school. And she said, <laughs> and then she'll even put... 
the young the older one in sports with the younger one so that she doesn't have to take them to two different places. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I said that's genius. So, that is genius. So the young one, the young one, he doesn't get any playing time because he's too young. Right. <laughs> right. Or the older one is kicking everybody's tail exactly. because he shouldn't even be out there. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty funny. Oh my gosh. And then Chris, you had talked about some lady told you she was giving you advice on Chase when we had him how to get him to sleep through the night. Yeah, she said basically at twelve o'clock, regardless if he needs a bottle or not, she'll force feed him a bottle. That way he can sleep the whole night. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at that idea, I'm not gonna lie. I guess it depends on how how long it's been since they had the last bottle. Right. So right. if it's been if they're usually getting bottles every four or five hours and it's been two hours and that 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 totally would work. Wait, I have to tell you what I did actually last night <laughs> about going going off of that. So I've been watching this like sleep training video. I mean, even though my son's only four weeks, I'm like, yeah. whatever, I need him to sleep longer than two hours, please. Right. And so she was talking about something, a dream feed, where even if they're not hungry, you you feed them um, so then they'll sleep longer. And he would not wake up to nurse. So I undressed him I even put cold water on his feet and his hair and I felt so I feel I'm like I feel like I'm torturing him and in the end he punished me because he actually was awake and then wouldn't go back to sleep oh. but yeah so, what, so that doesn't what, what always work what was the work. cold water what does that do to wake him, wake up. him up like I was oh, trying to, to jar him, him away oh, okay I, I, I was <laughs> I'm listening wrong okay. him. I'm so like, you gave so, him like water torture <laughs> I, mean, I kind of did. I felt really bad. I'm like putting like ice cold water on his feet as he's like sleeping away. I'm like, I'm the worst right now. And then he said, I'm going to get you back. Yeah, he's like, joke's on you, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. So what I've been doing recently, which I've done with all of my kids, and it works just fine, but it is more so for me than a kid. So now we're introducing solid foods. And rather oh than gosh. spoon feeding, because that takes up so much time. Oh, my God. Who wants to sit there, especially in the beginning? Because they don't messy. really get it. They're spitting it out. They don't really know how to, like, actually eat from the spoon. So mm-hmm. you're literally sitting there for an hour trying to get them to eat a meal. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, this is, like, your third child. Well, your first kid, I feel like it's, like, different. It's, like, sweet. It's, like, oh, exciting. It's our first time doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This time around, you're like, no. Yeah. How, how can we get this done as fast as no, possible? No, but let me tell you, I did it with Christopher and Milani and now with Chase. So what I do, I cut a little slit in their bottle and a nipple. And I actually load their bottles. I give them a loaded bottle. So it has milk in it. But then I I squeeze some of the baby food into the bottle that I prepare. So, like, I'll have, like, he'll get a sweet potato bottle before bed. He might get an apple bottle when he wakes up with a little oatmeal in it. And then in the middle of the day, he might have an apple carrot sweet potato bottle with a little rice cereal. Uh, and I just shake it all up, and That's they suck smart. it on down. Wow. <laughs> and you just don't make it too thick right. to where they're like, what the world is this? They're like choking. Right, exactly. Yes, but it's enough where they can taste it, and it's filling. Oh, so they sleep smart. longer. So but smart. their last bottle of the night, they get a loaded bottle with sweet potato <laughs> and rice cereal. And it's more, it's for me, but hey, the kids love it. They suck it down, and they're knocked out. I was going to say, like 14 <laughs> hours later. That's amazing. That's yes. genius. Yes. So I love my loaded bottles. And like I said, I've done it with all my kids. They survived, and they are they know how to spoon feed, even though they do like eating with their hands at times. But they still do pretty good with the spoon. <laughs> I will say, going going off that real quick, I am, um, you know, like first child with Sam, we spent all this time with bath time. It was like such a special part of the night where we'd bathe him. Now with our second, Jake, 
we're like, we don't have time for this. We're exhausted. We, and when Matt's in the shower, I'm like, take Just him, rinse him, rinse him off. <laughs> All right, give him back to me. He's good to go. I feel you on that because I have cute little bath time pictures inside the kids' bathrooms when they were around four or five months old. I've yet to take uh, Chase's picture, so I need to get on it. But but yeah, I used to actually bathe with them and enjoy my time in the tub. Now. I feel you. It's just like, all right, let's jump in the shower. Yeah. I actually have his tub in our shower, so I'll just sit him in there. Oh, that's and, smart. Yeah, I sit him in there. I load it up with the water, sit him in there. This way he's chilling while I'm washing myself, and then I wash him up right after. But we don't take those nice mommy Mm-mm. baby soaking tub. We're just know, trying to get anymore. it done Yeah, now. get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Get yes. it done. So how about when... You're just like really tired and you're exhausted and you just need that moment and you hire a babysitter just so you can like camp out in your room. We, we've definitely done that a few times. So genius. <laughs> yes. And act like you're gone. Oh, like wait, to the really? point where, yeah, it's like they don't even know mommy and daddy's here. <laughs> do you do like the pretend goodbye like and walk out the door? I've done that one time. I, I remember when we I lived in remember. Vienna. I was so exhausted and I knew they would not let me sleep. It was when Milani was little mm-hmm. and she was super attached. And she, if she saw me, game over. I literally walked out the door. Angie and Jill were both there. And I was like, all right, bye. And then they knew to take them to the opposite end of the house. And I snuck in through the back stairs and went back up to my room. <laughs> yes. And I took the best nap ever. They didn't know I was there. It's a difference when you hire somebody to like watch your kids and do all of that while you're at the house versus when you're gone. When yeah. you're gone, they don't give them any issue. If they know you're there, but I want to go upstairs to mommy. I need to tell mommy this. I need to tell mommy that. And they want to keep interrupting you. So I have to just act like I'm ghost. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spanish. Yes. yes. You were talking about. No, so basically it's been times where, you know, our sitter uh, is at the house of Deborah, and, you know, the kids, want they're getting answered. They're running around the house going crazy and. I'm like, Deborah, can you just take him outside to play? And I'm like, I'm the dad. I should be taking him outside, but I'm just exhausted. I can't do it. And she'll take him out and they'll play and have a good time. But, you know, it's a little bit selfish, but at the end of the day, you know, it works. Yeah, <laughs> and you need a minute. I feel like that mom guilt sometimes where I'm like, dang, I'm like literally hiring people to play with my kids. <laughs> you know, I feel so bad to the point where I literally try to make more of an effort now to like go outside and play with them because my mom used to play with us all the time. I don't know where she gets the energy from. She still to this day bounces off walls and she's like about to be 56. Like my mom is amazing. She I don't know where she gets it from, but I'm like, I wish I could have some of your energy because my mom had us constantly playing, interacting, doing stuff, playing double dutch outside, uh, bouncing basketballs and playing volleyball. So I'm like, you know what? I got to do better. I need to get out of this, whatever this is, you know, so I can like interact with my kids and have a good time. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like I also tell myself in those moments where I do send someone else to go outside with, with the kids, I'm like, you know what? This is good for them because they're getting used to other people. Yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. me. You know, you, guys, you, talk, you, you know, change. talk yourself exactly. through it. <laughs> so you're really an amazing mom for doing that. That's right. Oh, yes. That is too funny. But yeah, I don't want them to grow up one day and they're like, yeah, mommy used to always just like have people come over when we played outside. All she did was wipe the snows from my nose. <laughs> what did I say? Snows, snows from, from, from my nose. Snows from my nose. Snot from my nose. <laughs> See, I still have a little bit of pregnancy brain that's like left over. <laughs> the snows from the nose. Right, right, my snows. The sn- I just made up a word. Snotty nose, snows. Snows. <laughs> but all right, so Chris is always laughing at me for when I planning 
parties for my kids. So, you know, I love to go all out, especially for birthdays, because that is like my favorite time to celebrate is birthdays. It's like, great. Yes, we're we're here young longer, you know, another year added to our life. But. When I'm planning these elaborate parties, are they really for the kid no. or are they for me? They're for, they're for Monique. <laughs> I'm sure I they're themed parties, birthday. too, of oh course. God. They are themed right? parties, like like the one with all of the animals for Milani's first birthday. I mean, it was like old McDonald. It was a circus theme. We had every animal back there in the backyard. Oh, and my Ma- God. Milani just turned one. She can't remember any of this stuff. <laughs> Monique can remember. <laughs> well, when I went to I your house um, for the for the Easter egg hunt, I'm like, this oh, is yeah. amazing. There's a petting zoo. The Easter <laughs> the Easter bunny's here. I don't need to go Monique. to the mall and wait in line. Nope, I'm right here. <laughs> Got it, it done. Oh, my God. I was so excited when I was preparing for Christopher's sixth birthday. And he was like, Mommy, I want to have a Black Panther party. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> I get to dress up like the, like the characters on Black Panther. And I sure did come with my costume. Me and Milani had matching costumes. Uh-huh. I, I just wore it t-shirt black panther t-shirt and that was it oh my god i love a good party and i love when it's fun and i always make sure the parties have something for the adults it's going to be some type of open bar situation going oh on oh my gosh and, amazing and i hire nannies to watch the kids because a lot of times parents think that they're like when they get older they think that they can drop their kid and leave and i'm like oh heck no you're going to stay here with your kid but while you're here you can enjoy yourself and i have a nanny that will assist with them but i'm not being responsible for your babies. <laughs> I didn't think about that, that parents yes. do that at a certain point. No, it's crazy because um, we had the little bowling theme party for Christopher, and um, one of his classmates came through, you know, the mom, and she was like, can I leave him? And I'm like, this kid's six years old, and you're going to leave him at a bowling alley <laughs> oh with all of these people? And I was like, no, we're not doing that. You, you know, you can stay with them. It's crazy. I would never leave my kids. I would never. That is very selfish. Yes. She's like, I have a pedicure appointment. Yeah, if I knew her name, I would call her out right now, but I don't know her name. But literally, I guess she wanted to get errands done, and I get it, but at the end of the day, that's a six-year-old kid. He gets injured. You know, if we're not paying attention, somebody snatches the kid. Like, I would never do that. Oh, my God. That's selfish to a whole nother level. Right, but some parents do it, and they do it often. It's like, oh, I can just drop my kid. No, this is not a drop-off. I will never have a drop-off party situation. I'm sorry, because I will never be responsible for other people's kids. As long as you're there, I can have a nanny that will help, but you're going to be there to witness whatever's going on. And I can see if it was like a close friend or a relative, then that would make a little bit more sense. Not even then. Or you talked in advance about it. Like, if you had some conversation with like, hey, I can't be there. Is there any way, you know, if there was some sort of exception, but just on the spot, hey, can I leave my kid here? It's crazy. I I never met the woman a day in my life, and (laughs) and here she is trying to leave me with her kid. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I mean, all of those babies running around, how can I keep up with just one? I'm trying to keep up with mine, you know? So So trusting of the situation, like, of just, I I could never do that. No, no, not at all. But yeah, but this is like a perfect time to transition to the next part of being a selfish parent. So those are like the fun, you know, things that we do that won't negatively affect our kid at the end of the day. It's like it's our moment that we need, which we should have. But there are some times where people do things that are selfish as a parent and it affects their kids negatively. That I don't agree with, and I try my best not to do. I mean, obviously, we're all human. We've had our moments where we've made mistakes, and that's what parenting is. It's it's trial and error, really. Um, but if you do too much for your child so that it benefits you, for instance, um, you're getting your kid dressed every morning, you're physically putting the clothes on a 10-year-old, 
they should know how to dress themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're tying their shoes because it's easier or quicker for you to get out the door by you doing it. At some point, you do have to realize that, you know what, this is going to make them too dependent on me. And this is not going to allow them to really mature and to be that independent child and grow up and feel confident because you're stifling their growth. So either way, you're going to pay for it, whether it's now or later, you know. So maybe at times, you know, get up an extra hour early so that you can let the child do for themselves. Like my, my son is six. He fully dresses himself. himself. Milani, who is three, fully dresses herself. Um, they brush their own teeth. Mm-hmm. I will come behind them and brush their teeth after. But I do let them have that moment to just be independent and feel like they're like, I'm a big boy. I'm a big girl. And I feel like it does make them confident. So what are some of the things that maybe that y'all have heard of that parents do that, you know, it's selfish, but not in a good way? Well, first off, I totally, you know, I know parents who, right, they want to put their shoes on. They want to get dress their kids to make it go faster. I will say that while the kid is slow at first of, of getting dressed, like it does get easier. Now Sam dresses himself within like a minute and right. he puts yeah. his shoes on so fast. Yes. You just have to let him practice and learn um, to be able to do it. And same, he brushes his teeth every single morning and I do the same thing where I'll go over it just in case. Yep. But like they want to feel like, you know, adults. So yeah. they want right. to do those things. I, I will say, especially at this age with Sam, he's three and a half, um, his temper tantrums. I mean, it, it would be so easy for me to give in to every single thing he wants right? and to let him just rule the house and do whatever. It's so exhausting having to discipline and lecture and teach him boundaries. But if I don't do that, then I'm hurting him because he's going to end up being such a brat. No yeah. doubt. You know, no doubt. so it takes it's it's exhausting and it's why I have to have a glass of wine at least every single night but, <laughs> same way. Yeah, yes. but I know that it will be worth it in the end because he'll be a good kid That's yeah. right. no you're absolutely right about that um, there are times where we just want to just give in I remember Chris if you don't re- recall when Christopher was younger remember you, you would give in to him too much and I'd be like Chris I'm like you're going to make him such a whiner he's going to be so spoiled and you'd be like I, I just don't feel like hearing him whine but I think I was eventually about to have a nervous breakdown I had to do what I had to do <laughs> <laughs> but eventually he ended up realizing what I was saying I'm like you're making him a whiner like he's going to keep whining because he knows daddy's going to give it to you uh, and I think one time you witnessed him with me I told him no and he just was like okay that's true. And I he remember. didn't even fuss. He didn't cry because I, I I never catered to that. But when Chris, he knew. He's like, oh, daddy doesn't want to hear it all this yelling. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to whine and whine and whine. And then it just took extra long for Chris to break the cycle because mm-hmm. now you have to reinvent what you started. So, yeah. I just Sorry had to, to do what I had to do to make it. Well, I'm not I, a bad parent. I mean, honestly, I feel you. The <laughs> no, no, whining is so annoying. Like it it's is. just it's yeah. it's like nails. Sometimes on you just don't feel like dealing with no. it. Like mm-hmm. I probably had enough, you know, and yeah. I, I need my glass of wine like you. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, just do it. Just whatever you want to do. I just think get out of my face. Yeah, there are exceptions <laughs> to the rule too, where right. it's like some things just aren't worth the battle, where it's like, fine, okay, you right. can have it. But if it's like an every time thing mm-hmm. where they're always getting their way, it's just it's too much. It's too right. much. And it ends up you end up paying for it later. You, it's like you years. say, it's for Brett later. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And for me, it's like I know it will be so much easier for me to just say, Okay, here, take it. But I don't feel like dealing with no whiny, bratty kid, especially in public. If you do it at home, they're even worse in public. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, nope, you'll get over it. You'll be fine. And then I can kind of curtail a way for them to get what they want by saying, okay, if you act like a big kid, 
sit there for a second, get yourself together. If you act like a big kid and then you do this, then I'll give you that. Absolutely. So I always have to make sure that they don't think they're getting it because of the whining. Right. It's no. like you're getting this as a reward because you're being a big kid. You're behaving. You're listening. You're being respectful. Exactly. I'm not judging parents, but like, you know, when I see at a restaurant kids running around, going crazy, not sitting down right. and eating their food or just not sitting down in, in general, mm. it, it just... It, it bothers me a little bit. Cause That's when like, it's time to go. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like whenever Sam, if he he knows to behave at a restaurant, but if he, you know, in the beginning when he would act up, we'd pick him up, go right outside and leave. It's like, nope, you don't get away you with this. That, that's not what happens. Out, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. But no. even though if I'm hungry, we're going to sit there and I we're going to figure it out. Right? <laughs> we're not leaving right away. Listen. Well, yeah, I'm like, Matt, you take him outside. Let me eat my dinner in peace. <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously. No, um, there are times where it's like, you know, when your kids are acting all crazy. And I notice they act crazier if we haven't been anywhere in a while. It's like the more you take them out, the more they'll act like civilized human beings. <laughs> oh, but if you keep them in the house caged up, they act like caged animals when they get out the house, you know? So I, I do realize at times where it's like okay you know what i know we haven't been out in a while but we need to do this because they need to know how to act when they leave the house yeah so it's like all right let's unleash the beast and we'll deal with it and most times it ends up okay so you know but we you also have to know what what the end time is all right if they start getting a little antsy let's go ahead and get them settled get in the car yeah <laughs> no that's crazy because the other day we went to a birthday dinner party and it was like an adult uh, atmosphere or whatever, but we our babysitter canceled. She got sick, and our kids were acting really good the whole time. And then it started getting a little bit late at night, and they started acting crazy, all yeah. of them. And <laughs> Mo- Monique was like, "It's time to go." And yes. everybody's like, "No, no, no, no! They're it's asking, time to go." Wait, yeah. my daughter just literally walked into a glass wall, oh, banged her head. No yes. way! And and yeah, and, and what she, did Chase? She, oh, she was just she was just trying to go to the bathroom. It wasn't like she was acting wild. She was. Talking to the waitress because she thinks she's a right grown away. up. Yeah. She turned right around and didn't realize it was a glass wall there. Oh, Bam, man. walked right into it. At the same moment, Chase starts going crazy because his mouth's hurting because he's teething. So everybody else left their kids at home. <laughs> right. We had permission to bring them, but still, it was like, you know what? It is time to, to go. go. Uh-huh. He's fussing. She's now screaming and crying. I got two crying babies in my hand. And Christopher's and jumping Christopher, up trying to play. Yeah, he's trying to play. You know, he's he's got he's on. You know how they are overtired. when they're getting tired. Oh, and, yes. especially when they're overtired right. and they're bouncing off the wall. Right. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. you know what? It's time to go. And they're like, why? What? Why? Uh, why? You don't see this happening right here? Is <laughs> We're it just dealing me? with this, not y'all. <laughs> I know. They're like, oh, it's fine. Right. It's fine. No, like, it's not fine. Um, I am not enjoying this dinner at all at this yeah. point. Like, it's already stressful when you have all three of them. Mm-hmm. And then trying to enjoy the company of other adults and have a drink out the window. It's yeah. not going to happen. My drink sat there untouched. I was I had... pissed. I couldn't even eat the food. I had to eat it the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, really? You, you had to leave before? Oh, Well, because, they, you know, they take a little while to serve you when it's a large group yeah, like that. Yeah, and so... it's like an adult dinner where it's like, let's right. dine. Not, right. Let's right. not order the food right away. Yeah, like we had to act Samuel style. Hurry up, get it in your throat and yeah. run. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had like two bites of steak and that was it. Like, pack the rest up. Let's go, go Oh, home. man. Yeah, so that was a night. But, you know, it all worked out. We ended up sitting in the car for 20 minutes because Chase was so upset with his teeth. He's five months with two teeth. I can't believe And this believe was that. the night that the second one fully cut through. So he was definitely in some pain. So we had to just sit there and wait for him to calm down. 
and you know it was just one of those nights it was like yeah and that you was got through it that was the monday that we let the kids skip school we were oh, exhausted okay yeah that makes <laughs> it was sense a long weekend that makes sense yes. see you know what we would have done we would have sent the kids to school so we could have time to ourselves <laughs> i wanted to so bad but we already have chase at home anyway so it's like uh what's two more that's right. true and, and the, self, <laughs> the selfish part was for us we didn't feel like getting up early to get them dressed yeah. right so we just kind of let them sleep in and then we got up and kind of had you know a little champagne outside Oh, yeah. and that's when you had the family day. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. That's it was cute. It was cool because Christopher and Milani are at that age where they are pretty independent. They can go up to the playroom. Um, I have cameras up there so I can check in and see what they're doing. But for the most part, they know how to watch themselves. They play together, and they're you know they're not as difficult. You know, whereas Chase is like he's constantly having to be monitored, mm-hmm. and you know, so them staying home, it was just like fine. This is going to be easy this way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes, but I know there are some things that I notice. When a parent is, I don't know if it's called being selfish, however you want to call it, but I know this is one thing that irritates my life. I cannot stand when I see parents who are completely put together. I mean, edges laid, wigs sitting right, heels looking really good, jeans fitting nicely, matching outfit. And then you look at their kids and they look like they came from a third world country. (laughs) And it's like, wait, like, I don't understand, like. You you can spend all of that time to get you together. Don't get me wrong, but at least make sure your kids look presentable. Right. Like do their hair, like with me with Milani, I purposely do her hair every two to three weeks, and I braid it because it's easier for me and it lasts long. So I don't have to worry about her walking out the house looking like cray cray. Right. You know. So and then I, I you know, it's as simple as just going online, buying her a few new little outfits, making sure everything still fits, and sometimes I'll buy in advance so that I'm anticipating her growth spurt Mm -hmm. so she always has something to wear and look presentable but i do not understand parents who will let their kids leave the house when they look like a million bucks and their kid looks like they're struggling for a dollar (laughs) like (laughs) it just doesn't make sense to me like do you ever notice that? that yes totally and i will say that like you know sam he is a wild child. So he just wakes up and immediately is covered in dirt and, you know, clothes <laughs> ripped. Like he's just, you've seen him eat before. He's like seriously a wild animal. So I don't want to spend a lot of money on clothes, but you don't have to. You like don't have there are to. so many, you know, so many great places that have adorable clothes that are durable that you can, you know, they can roll around in the mud in. Right. Um, and you're not like spending a ton of money on. Right. And that's one thing. One thing with my kids, whatever outfit they have on, I'm never like, oh, don't get that dirty. Oh, don't do this. Oh, don't right. do that. So it's like you can be a kid, but I'm going to at least make sure I have a washcloth in my bag. If I need to like wipe the snot crust off your nose, I go berserk <laughs> when I see kids that you've been with mommy all day. Why is your nose running like you've been at daycare? Like, if right. they come home from school, I get it. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of kids in daycare. They're probably not wiping all of their noses. Right. But with Christopher, as soon as I used to pick him up from school when he was a baby in his little baby school, I would have those boogie wipes. They are oh, the best. yeah, those are great. They're amazing. And you just literally just go ahead and wipe the nose and get them clean. I wouldn't leave the classroom until he looked like my kid again. Right. She's, <laughs> she's throwing hints to the teacher, yeah. like clean my baby's nose. Well, I mean, it would be nice, but at the end of the day, I understand that 
I can't barely deal with three of them. So right. I can only imagine a teacher who has a class full of them. Full you of know? boogers. Totally. Just full of totally. boogers A everywhere. whole boogery class. <laughs> <laughs> 15 big-headed boogers <laughs> running around. So I get it. But I'm also just like, as far as just even being clean and just making sure they don't bring germs home, you know, come on, let's wash your hands. Let's wipe your face a little bit. Put a little shea butter. Y'all know I stay with my shea butter. And just grease them up so they mm-hmm. look like they just had a bath. And now, exactly. and now she's created monsters. No, it's dirty. I got a little bit on my shirt. I need to change. And they'll go up and change their clothes. Oh, and I know. I know. I've seen, <laughs> yeah, you, I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. I've seen it. But is that really a monster? Or is that a kid that is aware of being clean no, because they're used to being clean? No, it's a great it's thing. A thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> well, I don't want anybody to feel bad if your kids have snot in their nose right now as you're listening to this podcast. Just go ahead and wipe it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like, you know, 3 o'clock and they still have lunch on their face from, right. you know, 11. Right. Maybe one, clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You know, you know, one thing that bugs me is like when I go into a store, and I guess it's an Alabama thing. I'm not picking on Alabama. I love it. I lo- love Alabama. I'm from there. But when I go into a grocery store and I see a baby in the shopping cart and it's just a diaper on and the diaper's full, oh. literally full. But first of all, get the baby dressed, you know, <laughs> Se- second of all. I can't believe there was just no, like a baby in a in diaper. diaper. I swear to God. <laughs> If you you I've to, seen this in other places, not just Stop. Alabama. So it's I've not just that one well, state. I know I had to be in Atlantic City, too. <laughs> I feel like I, no, seriously, it's, it's a serious? real thing. Just yes. in a diaper. But then the diaper's swollen. Like, you can tell the diaper hadn't been changing like three hours. Right, it's you not know? even like a light blue stripe. It's like navy blue at this yeah. point. It's like, change me now. And I'm not like a clean, neat freak or anything like that, like, like my me. wife. Yeah, exactly. But that's... That's disgusting. I yeah. mean, that's not right. Just because know? the diaper says that it can last up to 12 hours <laughs> doesn't mean that you keep your baby in that diaper for uh, 12 hours. Or, or if the diaper has a pretty little pattern or design on it, it doesn't mean that you don't put shorts or underwear. Yeah. I mean, it's something over yeah, there. Come on now. <laughs> It's diapers crazy. are not clothes. That's right. They're, you're not going to see a runway with diapers on it. Like, that's just not the style right now. You know, not I ever. I can't believe no, that. No, I'm dead serious. I swear I'm not just trying to cut up for the podcast, but it's a I've real thing. That. I mean, they're pushing them around in the shopping cart with diapers on, and the diaper's all swollen like a Depend diaper on a 70-year-old man. And it's like literally falling all out of the cart. It's pretty oh bad. Gosh. Baby running around, and, and the diaper is darn near to the feet. Yeah, and, to and, the ground. Dragging and and the people ground. are putting their groceries in that shopping cart. You yeah, know? I didn't think about that Think either. about that. Or sneezing or coughing. I, don't get me started on the germs uh, that, from a shopping cart. Oh, I, I mean, wipe them down. I mean, yes. and I'm not like a, you know, germ freak or anything, but I, I wipe shopping carts gross me out. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, that, there's a reason they have those wipes available uh-huh. to you now. Speaking of that, I'm probably, like with the babies, you shouldn't even, I, I'm thinking I wouldn't put, uh, from here on out, I'm not putting groceries in the part that the, the babies sit in. But then again, babies sit into the little uh, yeah. Yeah. So you can't avoid it. No. Yeah. When when the kids were younger, I have one of those inserts that you put no, but what so I'm, that they don't that's touch. Right. No, no. But what I'm saying, that's what you do. I'm thinking about if I'm grocery shopping and I'm putting my food down inside of the cart, and then I put it in the top part of the cart where the baby sit at. You know, think about all of the people that you know bring their babies around and they put the babies in there. And now you're putting your food in there. Oh yeah, I didn't think mm. about that. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah, that is actually. <laughs> I need to invent something about yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But, no, that is definitely, you know, there's a difference between being a selfish parent for, like, fun reasons and then being a selfish parent, like, you probably need to go to a class so that you can understand parenting. Yeah. I mean, it will create, like, 
bad behavioral problems. Yes. And even just cleanliness. And like cleanliness, yeah. Wondering why your baby's sick all the time because you keep letting them run around barefoot with saggy diapers. And mm-hmm. don't get me started on diaper rashes. Like, please invest in some coconut oil. It's only like $5. Cold press, organic, unrefined. Get it from your grocery store because it literally will keep your baby from getting a diaper rash. Let me go ahead and throw that out there right now. I love coconut oil. I put it on my kids after every diaper change. And as they get older, we still use it just right. for hygiene, mm-hmm. you know, because kids, you know, they they think they're grown. They're wiping themselves. And it's like, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so let me go ahead and wipe you down right and put some coconut oil down there. But yeah, but yeah, I just feel like there's times where we could definitely reevaluate how we parent and then just make sure that what we're doing doesn't negatively affect the child in the long run. So, you know, doing too much for them, you, you know, they won't be able to do for themselves, which will in turn, that gives them confidence. Like that is not just a matter of, you know, like I'm catering to my baby. When you let them do, they become so confident you can't tell them that they can't do anything. Like mm-hmm. they're they're they feel very aware of themselves, and that ultimately affects how they interact with people, even at school. You don't have to worry about your Absolutely. child being bullied because mm-hmm. your child's like, "Hey, I can dress myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got know? this. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm good." So um, you can definitely get your breaks when you can, but just you know, watch that selfishness so that it doesn't cross the line of you know bad parenting. Mm-hmm. We don't ever want to get to that point. But um as far as confessions go, do you have any confessions? I, I feel like this entire episode was a confession. I totally <laughs> yes, I, I have agree. a confession. Ooh, okay. I didn't go behind them and brush their teeth this morning. I was too lazy. Oh lord. <laughs> too, too much wine last night. I'm just like, "All right, you brushed your teeth. That's good enough for the day. Oh, <laughs> We're getting them out of here." No. <laughs> yeah, we'll make Same. up for it later. It's fine. That's right. One day wasn't early. Exactly. I'm still getting new teeth anyway, you know. Oh my god. You sound like Matt. He says that. (laughs) That is terrible. Oh, my God. Well, as far as tips go, for those that struggle with the runny nose for kids, if you have some lavender oil that's therapeutic grade, not aromatherapy grade, lavender oil will actually keep your child's nose from running for like a good two hours. Oh, wow. I actually timed it one time to see how long it lasted from them, you know, just having that constant runny nose. Wiped their nose up. I put some lavender oil on, and then a lot came out, blowed it a few times, wiped it up, cleaned it up, and then for a good two hours, the nose did not run. Wow. Now, yes. where do you where do you put it? You, you put it around the nasal passage. Okay. So right on the bridge, right underneath, right where the nostrils are. Okay. You have to make sure that it's... Um, therapeutic grade and also if you need to uh, dilute it you dilute it with like a coconut oil or olive oil but lavender is usually uh, it's so sensitive it usually doesn't affect the skin it doesn't cause any irritation but it depends on your skin as well so just test it out on yourself as I always say test it out on yourself first and then um, you can put it on the child if you notice any irritation just go ahead and put more coconut oil on top of it and um, usually that will last you a good two hours I used to do that for Christopher when he used to be in uh, daycare and I did it for Milani as well and it would help so that you don't have them coming home and they're looking like booger fest happened all <laughs> yeah. over their face <laughs> so that's, the booger man <laughs> oh man yeah like for real so yeah that's um, one tip and then if anybody else have any tips no if not, I want to give a moment of silence to all of you selfish parents out there and the ones who act selfishly in a very good way. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it positive and make sure the babies don't get hurt. You know, we all do deserve our moments. Um, sometimes it's a little hard because we're used to just caring for us. And then now we have these little kids that we mm-hmm. bring into the mix and we have to now open ourselves up to 
you know, make sure that they're for, um, that they come first. So just uh, keep doing a great job. Don't feel bad. We just put all our business out there. Go ahead and give us some uh, tips on what y'all do whenever y'all want to have that selfish moment, and we can all learn. So make sure you subscribe at www.notforlazymoms.com and follow us on the website, follow us on social media, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can hear all of the great episodes we have coming up for you. We have some good stuff in the works for this season. It's going to be some good, deep topics. You're going to laugh. Sometimes you might even cry, but we're keeping (laughs) it real as we always do, and I thank y'all so much for supporting us throughout season one, and season two is coming back full speed. I'm so excited, so we'll see you next week.